following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. It's a Flyin' Ace Friday on the huge show across Michigan, presented by Flyin' Ace Small Batch American-Made Whiskies. Look for it in local stores all across Michigan or online at FlyinAceSpirits.com. It is a Flyin' Ace Friday on the huge show across Michigan. Are you ready for huge opinions on the Lions, Tigers, Wings, Pistons, Michigan, MSU, and every sports team in the state of Michigan? It's time for the Huge Show. From the east side to the west side to the UP, the Huge Show is on air statewide on the Michigan Sports Network. Voice your huge opinions now at 1-866-838-HUGE. That's 1-866-838-4843. Now, the huge one, Bill Simonson. What's up, Michigan? It is time to get together on the only syndicated statewide afternoon sports radio show. 19 stations strong for the one close to you. Go to thehugeshow.net. There you can listen to the free stream weekdays at 3. And on the iHeart app, search The Huge Show, and you can listen anywhere in the world where you get mobile service. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. We do want to welcome Flying Ace to the huge show. American made, straight bourbon whiskey. Some cool flavors, including peach, black cherry, cinnamon. They even have a caramel corn. Flying Ace, American made, and also they're connected to Folds of Honor, providing four scholarships. To the children of men and women injured or killed in combat this year. So thank you, Flying Ace. Thank you for your commitment to America. American made, bottled right here in West Michigan. In Al. Inside this broadcast, Ahmad Parid. From NBC. I said Ahmed. I said, Ahmad, Ahmed, Farid, he's from Sparta, Michigan. I was his idol when he was going to school, growing up. Do we have to talk about the Super Bowl? Wasn't he doing soccer yesterday? Can we talk about what happened with Australia and South Korea and the Asian Cup? All of these Super Bowl stories are driving me bananas. I don't want to hear about the Super Bowl. Yeah, I'm that spoiled broadcaster. Because my team isn't in, I don't care who wins. I thought it might wear off, Superfly. I don't think I can watch that game. With the sting of the Lions leading 24-7, I can't watch it. I can't. I may just bust out old VHS beta tapes of John Vanderwall. As an early major leaguer, watching that swing, Tony Gwynish with how good he was. I can't watch it. Because the Lions not only would have been in Vegas, but they're going to win the Super Bowl. 
Every story, oh, it's about Kittle. Oh, look, it's Brock Purdy. It's Bose. No. Mmm. Our flying ace. Huge question of the day. I want you to answer this. Because I thought it would wear off a little bit for me, and it's just getting more irritating. Will you watch the Super Bowl live? I'll go with. Some may DVR it and watch it later, like when it wears off for me around July. You can answer that question on 866-838-4843. That's one 838 huge That is on the Mercantile Bank listener line, Mercantile Bank of Michigan Base Bank. That means they have locations all across Michigan, and your money stays in Michigan. Yeah, I was angry Monday, right? I'm not going to watch it. No way. Now I'm worried I'm getting angrier every day about that game. I'm going to sit there. Hammer and Hank invited me up for chicken and dumplings, which I have a tough time eating chicken at his house because their dining room opens up right to the hen house and all those chickens out there. And Hank will point to my chicken and dumplings and say, that one used to live over in that hen house. And I'm thinking, really? Can I chew it first? He texted me and said, hey, I appreciate all the nice things you're saying about me on air. Would you like to come up for a Super Bowl watch party? And I said, you're a traitor. If you're throwing a party to watch the Niners and the Chiefs, you are a traitor. Oh, it's the biggest sporting event ever, people will say. Who wants to watch it with no Lions in it? If the Lions would have lost like 45-10 and never had a shot against the Niners, I could watch it. I just can't. I don't think they're doing the Puppy Bowl. I was looking for that, Superfly. I can't find any info on the Puppy Bowl. I wanted to talk to Johnny Brand about doing a Puppy Bowl watch party at the Brands on Leonard. He texted me back and he said, do you think people would show up? I go, I don't care. I just don't want to watch the Niners and the Chiefs. I don't. So that's our flying ace. Huge question of the day. You can answer it. Are you going to watch the Super Bowl? You can join in on that Mercantile Bank listener line, 1 866 838 4843. That's 1 866 838 Huge. Add Huge Show on Twitter, the Huge Show on Facebook. Dave Burkett, one of the great beat writers when it comes to the Lions and the NFL, will join us in less than an hour. Chris Ballas within 90 minutes. Sharon Moore is putting together his coaching staff. Kurt Campbell will handle QBs and be the offensive coordinator. Mike Hart isn't done. A lot of people thought he was done. At least Clayton Safey lists him as the running game coordinator and the running backs coach. I assume they gave him a bump in pay. Grant Newsom is the new O-line coach. Ron Bellamy is the wide receivers coach, co-defensive coordinator right now in DBs is Clink Scale, so he got a bump in pay. And Mike Elston, 
is the D-line coach, openings, defensive coordinator, special teams coordinator, because Jay Harbaugh went with his dad to L.A. Did you see Harbaugh in that powder blue? He looks really old. He does. He looks really old in those San Diego colors. So they need a safeties coach, linebackers coach, D coordinator. McClinkscale will be a co-D coordinator. Ballas, in less than 90 minutes on that, John Vanderwall will be in studio. Talk about Cole Keith getting big money without ever playing a game in the major leagues by the Tigers, their new strategy. Does he like it? JV in studio, also talking about his beloved Lions, where he has six season tickets. That's before we're done. And Dr. Bill Pink with another edition of Moving Ferris Forward. Some insight on a traveling museum connected to the Jim Crow era that's down in the Detroit area and the red out happening for Ferris State men's and women's basketball tomorrow and also Ferris State hockey this weekend in Big Rapids. Heart health awareness. So Dr. Bill Pink, another edition of Moving Ferris Forward before the end of this broadcast. Let's go to Sean in Painesdale. How you doing, my man? You're on the huge show across Michigan. Yeah, I live I live with your pain there, brother. I live in Painesdale, Michigan. Painesdale? Is that way up north. Yeah, way up north. That's it's 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 right by Holden and Hancock. Oh my gosh. I never heard of Painesdale. I thought that was a joke about yeah, people are feeling pain with the Lions loss. That's what I thought it was. No, it's it's Painesdale, Michigan, brother. I've I literally I live in the highest house in Michigan, probably pretty darn close, because I live Mount Arvon is the highest point in Michigan, and Painesdale is basically only like 150 feet below it in elevation, and I got the highest house in Painesdale. So is Painesdale, is that by the Porcupine Mountains? Uh, kind of in a way. I mean, yeah, you have to you have to jump down the, um, down M26 a little ways, but, yeah, it's, uh, you got the Silver Mountains or the Silver uh, I can't remember the name of That's it. That's awesome. There's man. the porcupines. And, yeah, what's yeah, the elevation awesome, on your house? Then? If, no, it's, I, if it's the highest one in Michigan, what's the elevation? I, You know what? I've tried to look it up, and I I can't figure it out. I know it's it, – Painesdale is like 150 feet below Mount Arbon. Wow, okay. As far as elevation. Well, thank you for listening. Houghton yeah, Hancock so and uh, Calumet, it is oh, God's yeah. country up there, not just copper country. What's on your mind? Oh, yeah. I'll tell you what, I actually think that that whole uh, 49ers-Detroit uh, Lions game was rigged. I do. I, I, there's no way that the, there there's something else going on there. Mm. There has to be because they they just can't they can't blow it like that. I, mm. I'm sorry. That's just somebody got paid off. I don't know if it's a Taylor Swift-Travis Kelsey thing that they wanted <laughs> to play the Niners or – you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I do. Right I do. Because, you know, here, here's, here's what I'll say, Sean, and thanks for the call from Painesdale. When a guy in a cabin in the highest point in Michigan can sit there and break down the conspiracy, I'm with him. And think about the town he's from, Painesdale. And we all feel the pain. I was just talking about my pain. I didn't know Painesdale existed until right now because I've been living in a big mansion in Painesdale the last four days. 
Matter of fact, I've been living in Painsdale, and I'm the mayor since Reynolds dropped that pass. Conspiracy. Mm. To get San Francisco in there with Kelsey and Swift. I'm with you. And thank you, Painsdale, Michigan, and the UP. Here's another thing I love about the two times I've driven up to Houghton, which is a hall. I love how the accents sound Canadian versus Uper. It's kind of a combo of both. I love it. It's the most beautiful thing about the huge show across Michigan, where we reach. Think about that. The highest point, Painsdale, to the lowest point ever as a Lions fan on Sunday. Oh, Val and Grand Rapids listening on 96.1 The Game, our flagship station. You're on the Huge Show. Hi, Huge. How are you? How you doing, Val? Well, I'm pretty miserable like you this week. Mm. Um, it's funny. I have actually wondered if some of our players threw that game. And my question is, I have a comment, too, but I would like to know what was said in that locker room at halftime for those men to come out and play like they did. But bottom line, uh, we really didn't need to lose that game, even with all the drop passes, fumble. The coach could have saved them. He could have given them a lifeline. And just like he did in the Dallas game, he could have kicked the field goal when we were at fourth and five early in the game. That whole two-point conversion mess wouldn't have even happened. But no, he had to play high school heroics and go for it. I mean, does the guy have no concept of what game he's in? Well, he did I, He did play for the field goal, Val, and thanks for the call from GR listening on our flagship station, 96 won the game. He did play for the field goal before halftime, where I thought, I'm sitting there like, wait a minute, go for the touchdown and the three TD lead. Superfly, people aren't letting this go. It, the pain is there. It is. Tell your dad I can't be there for a Super Bowl party, chicken and dumplings. I can't have you guys go out and kill a bunch of chickens and I'm going to eat them on Super Bowl Sunday. I can't I can't watch it. I'm serious. I, I, I cannot watch it. Just can't. And you can hear whether it's Painsdale, Grand Rapids, you, you can hear in the voices. The only way you flush what happened on Sunday night is for the Lions to get back to an NFC title game as quick as possible and win it and get to the Super Bowl, just like they unhitched all the demons this year. That's the only way. It really is. Ahmed Fareed, NBC, Sunday Night Football in America host. Also saw him on Peacock hosting in between and afterwards for the Michigan-Michigan State game earlier this week. We'll talk some hoops. We'll talk the Lions loss. He's out of Sparta, Michigan. Sparta's like cranking out famous people now. I'm Ed Fareed. My brother Bob, second-round pick of the Milwaukee Brewers in 84. I'm 32 years in on a National, statewide, local talk show. Been in the movie Touchback with Kurt Russell and Barry Sanders. Filmed in West Michigan. 
was one of the voices on NFL Blitz 2001-2002. Statewide partnership with the Michigan Sports Network right now. You got, oh, the who's the UFC fighter? I'm forgetting. Cody Stamen? Yeah. Don't want to forget him. Carl Hornbrook was one of the great educators. Don't want to forget him. Bimini Brothers, somehow Den and Nick, Den Middleton, Nick Lewis stayed out of jail all these years. Great entertainers. Ben Sheckler was a, he was a decent draft pick of the San Diego Padres out of Sparta. Mm. It's a lot of famous people. I don't have a street named after me. You would think where I grew up at 168 South Union in Sparta, that would be like a mini Graceland. <laughs> hey, I were walking by. Look, there's the house where... Bill's brother beat him up 220 times, and Bill never beat up his brother. If you want to join in our fly-in ace, huge question of the day, and you can answer it. Will you watch the Super Bowl? Is it wearing off what happened last Sunday with me? At, I'm, I'm going through ups and downs. I can't watch it right now. You can join in on the Mercantile Bank listener line on 866-838-4843. That's what 866-838-HUGE. Speaking of the big game, if you would like to get the info on how simple it is to enter to win $1,000 to bet on the big game, courtesy of Marty Board, the Michigan Sports Network, just text DraftKings. One word, text DraftKings. To 21000, the drawing will be coming up on Wednesday, this Wednesday. You can have that cash in your bank account in time for the big game. Simple and easy. If you're not a customer of DraftKings and you want to become one, this is for new customers. Just text DraftKings, one word, to 21000. From Grand Rapids to Detroit, this show is huge. Mercantile Bank is committed to delivering financial solutions that empower businesses to achieve their goals. We take time to understand you and what makes your business unique. From commercial and business banking to treasury and HCM tools, our local team is here to help you take your business to the next level. So when you need a financial partner, Merck is here. To learn more, visit us online at MerckBank.com business. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. Bill Simonson here for Flying Ace Craft Spirits. You can chart your own course with small batch American-made whiskeys. And also, they're connected to Folds of Honor here in Michigan, providing four scholarships this year through Flying Ace Craft Spirits to the children of men and women injured or killed in combat. Look for Flying Ace Craft Spirits and that small batch American-made whiskeys in different flavors at local stores or ask for it at your local pub, bar, or restaurant. Fly and Ace exist at the intersection of independence and precision. 
They distill fine spirits for Mavericks, the adventurous, the cunning, and the bold. You can find out more and also order online if you're 21 and up at flyingspirits.com or look for it in stores all across Michigan or at your local bar, pub, or restaurant. There's a new player in town. Lions All-Pro Wide Receiver, and I'm talking about Eagle Casino and Sports, the real money mobile casino. It's so easy to play. You can go from wager to winner to wallet, just like that. Sign up now and we'll match your deposit up to $1,500, or you can get a risk-free bet up to $1,000. Eagle Casino and Sports, made in Michigan, made for Michigan. Must be 21 or older in Michigan to play. Bill Simonson here for Roast Umber Coffee. It's a farm direct coffee sourced from Central American farmers and roasted in Grand Rapids. And their nitro cold brew coffee is a convenient and healthy option with no sugar or additives. So if you want a great coffee or energy drink to power you through your morning and your day, it's available in ground or whole bean or in cans. More information on the website and direct delivery to your door at roastumber.com. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. Ahmed Fareed, NBC, uh, will join us and talk NFC Championship Sunday. Also, he was working the Peacock feed for Michigan, Michigan State. Spartans, I think, are going to get to the tournament. You watched Nebraska knock off Purdue last night. Ahmed is also a Lions fan out of Sparta, Michigan, my hometown. They didn't have the NFC title game. That was Fox. So Ahmed Fareed is standing by on the Roast Umber Coffee guest line. Pride and joy of Sparta, Michigan, NBC broadcaster, top shelf all the way. Ahmed, where were you watching the game on Sunday? Or were you working? Were you at home? Were you with friends? What were you doing? So thankfully I was not working um, because that ruins the whole vibe of it. You know, you can't really celebrate a win uh, in that situation. That was what I was fully prepared to do was celebrate a win. So I was at home. I was watching with my son, my daughter, my wife. My son's gotten into football this year. He's nine years old, so he was going crazy. Uh, I was watching with my mom and dad, both Sparta grads. And so we were having a great time in the first half, and the rest I have blocked out of my mind. I don't remember what happened at, the, at that point forward. You know what's been interesting this week with my audience statewide on the 19 stations and just myself, I, I, my emotions on flushing this behind me have been all over the place. Like It's like, you know what, it's a great year, best year ever in franchise history. And then the next hour I'm like, you got to be kidding me, they would beat the Chiefs. This was their Super Bowl. I, I and. I don't even read a story if I see a highlight popping up involving the Niners. I have to turn the TV. It still stings right now. You know what's funny is that my wife was asking me just yesterday. She was like, so what are we doing for the Super Bowl? And honestly, honest to goodness, I was like, I don't even know if I feel like watching this. Amen. I was like, I I can't believe I'm saying that, but I, yeah, it was like that loss. Like, of course, when you're younger, I feel like just for, for us, and what we do and we work in it. And so it, it changes how we feel about sports. But I, I don't know if it's the fact that the Lions just have never been in this spot before or what it was. But after that game, like, 
and for probably a good 36 to 48 hours afterwards, I like, I was like legit and like, I'm probably not saying anything that your listeners aren't feeling too legit and like a depression. And it like, and it hit me. I would have never thought, you know, working in sports, like I said, it just changes the way you look at it. It's more of a job. It's less, you're less of a fan now, but that loss affected me more than any loss has affected me in, in 30 years of my, my sports fandom. And I think honestly, it took the Ben Johnson news until I started to feel better and snap out of it a little bit. Yeah, and Aaron Glenn. And, uh, and what's interesting yeah. is that game was a microcosm of our lives as Lions fans that the first half was at that point, you're saying this is the greatest year ever. They are 30 minutes from the Super Bowl, and then you get your heart ripped out in the second half, and that really was a microcosm, that game Sunday night in San Francisco, my life as a Lions fan. Yeah, and it's funny because I think it's such a fun team to watch, too. It's just like they have so many playmakers on offense with – Jamison Williams and Gibbs and Amon Ra and Jared Goff having a great year and Sam Laporta becoming one of the best tight ends in football. It's just like such a fun team to watch that you just wanted to keep watching them just for no other reason. Like winning, losing, like they're just so fun and they give you so many great moments. And I think what made it sting even more for me too huge was like the whole discourse afterwards about, about Dan Campbell. I don't know where you sit on the fourth down and whatever, but For me, it's like I've been waiting for my favorite teams to play just like the Lions play. You know, you play to your strengths. Don't be scared. Don't worry about losing. You know, don't don't play not to lose. Play to win. And the fact that people are like, well, see, your your team was dumb all along for doing those fourth down calls. I think that hurt a little bit more for me too, and trying to battle back against that. But no, it's just such a fun team to watch. I wanted to go on forever. Yeah, that that again. That's part of this emotional, you know. As I'm wrapping up a, a, the week after, and looking at San Francisco and looking at the Super Bowl props and the storylines and all these networks, you know, talking about their coverage beginning next week. But Ben Johnson, Aaron Glenn, back when if they're in the Super Bowl, do both end up? Are they the coaches uh, in Washington and Seattle right now? It's Weird fate karma, and we'll see what the Lions do, but uh, it still stings. Uh, Ahmed Fareed, NBC, Sunday Night Football in America. We saw him on Peacock with the Michigan-Michigan State game. I just want to get a quick conversation with you. Enjoy the weekend uh, with your family or any downtime you get, okay, buddy? Hey, thanks, man. And, like, really, like, how how cool was, was this for, for all of us? Oh, I know. It's such a, such a cool time. And I, I do think, even though it's like nothing's guaranteed, I think we're going to have a fun time next year, too. So, yeah. Hey, and thanks for your time here last couple of weeks up. Uh, Sparta proud, man. Always a Spartan. Huge. Anytime you want to talk, I'll talk. Yeah, back at you. Yeah, I'm Ed Fareed, NBC. He, he's more famous than me. Sure, I'll go with that. You know, he's positive, though, at the end. I need those positive people. The audience, it helps me. Superfly, we're going to do another shot. A flying ace. Straight bourbon whiskey at the break. Every time people are positive, we're going to do a shot at the next break. I got the peach. I got the black cherry. Cinnamon, I know you like. I told you, I said it's better than Fireball. So... And people can get it in stores. They can order it online at flyingacespirits.com. want to welcome Flying Ace to the show. And the most important part is their connection to Folds of Honor and providing four scholarships. And it's a start with Flying Ace Spirits and Folds of Honor. 
perfect fit for those children of men and women injured or killed in combat while serving our country. So that's two shots. Man. By the time we get to Vanderwall, this show could be all over the place. Let's go to Jose in Muskegon on Michigan's West Coast, listening on 96 won the game out of Grand Rapids. You're on the huge show. Good afternoon. I feel you. I feel you. I feel you. It was tough. I was hoping that it was going to be the other way and they would have going to have to go for the fourth down at that crucial moment, not all now at that time. And um, it just it hurt real bad, but I was really proud of our Lions. They battled, they battled, and they battled, and they made it to that game. That was I was really proud of them. Don't don't cry, dear Jose. I, I don't want you to cry. You sound like you're ready to cry. You're driving in Muskegon, maybe on 31 or 96. I want you to get. You know what? Go go to your store and. Get a bottle. It's it's great straight bourbon whiskey, a flying ace. And everybody, go get a bottle, toast with your friends a lion season this weekend. Do that toast for me. Okay? And when you do the toast, send me a photo. Because you will inspire me. We've done one. We're going to do two. And after that, I can't tell you where this show's going. I can't tell you. Because Superfly, and I've been at those Tullymore spring and fall football summits with him, Ballas, and Skeen. We're going to have to bring some flying ace to those things. Oh, my gosh. That would be awesome. Yeah, so stop by your local spirit store, the Meyer stores all across Michigan. Look for the flying ace. Straight bourbon whiskey, multiple flavors, black cherry peach. They got caramel corn. It's awesome. Right? And do a toast with your friends. Cheers to the lion season. And it's Friday, right? Dave Burkett, Lions beat writer, Detroit Free Press in less than 30 minutes. Chris Ballas, latest on Sharon Moore's coaching staff and Harbaugh. Officially introduced in Los Angeles. And John Vanderwall in studio on Colt Keith getting that mega millions deal without ever playing a game in the big leagues. And Johnny has six season tickets to the Lions. Is he over Sunday yet? Vanderwall before we're done. And Dr. Bill Pink, the president at Ferris State University, for his weekly Moving Ferris Forward interview. Our flying ace, huge question of the day that you can answer. Is it getting better day by day with you? Are you over it from last Sunday? You tell me. 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. That's on the Mercantile Bank listener line, at HUGE Show on Twitter, the HUGE Show on Facebook, and opt in on that HUGE text chain. Text the word HUGE to 21,000. Also, text IMPACT to 21000, and you will be in the drawing this summer when we're live at Tullymore in Canadian Lakes, Michigan, that beautiful golf resort. You could win Lomas Brown's Lions Golf Cart from IMPACT Power Sports on 14 Mile Road in Rockford. 
No purchase is necessary. Just text IMPACT, I-M-P-A-C-T, to 21000. From St. Joseph to Midland, this show is huge. Imagine this, winning big at Soaring Eagle. Escape the chills and chase thrills this February with a winter escape giveaway. Every Saturday, play for the chance to win a share of $128,000 in premium play and prizes from 5 p.m. to 10 p.m. Then at 11 p.m., two lucky Access Club members will escape the winter blues with a $10,000 travel voucher. It's the winter escape giveaway, only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway, reimagined. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. Huge here for my good friends from Urban U. Now, they are Michigan's most trusted med spa. Four locations across the state. One in Northville, three in the West Michigan area. And we have a huge giveaway from our friends at Urban U. Nicole told me about healthy skin as a mirror of a healthy body. Urban U Skin Health Giveaway will be one Glow 2 Facial Oxygen Hydration plus one Skin Vibe Treatment. The first and only injectable facial rejuvenation treatment designed to add hydration directly into the skin with results that last up to six months. Now, this prize would be for Valentine's Day for a couple. You can win it. Just be listening to The Huge Show for your cue to call and be lucky caller 14, and you'll qualify for that couples package from Urban U. Four locations, one in Northville, three in West Michigan. For the one close to you, go to theurbanu.com. That's theurbanu.com. Don't miss shopping this week at Meyer. This Saturday only, get 10% off Meyer brand gift cards with Emperks. Clip in the app today. Plus, get a $10 coupon when you spend $100 or more this week in store. Coupon printed at checkout. Start redeeming next week. And buy five, save $5 when you mix or match items across the store, like General Mills cereal or Dan and yogurt and more. Shop and save even more this week at Meyer. Excuse and supply. See all the deals in the Meyer app. Van Andel Institute Purple Community is a grassroots fundraising network powered by the dedicated volunteers who support VAI's mission to improve human health now and in the future. When you raise funds through the Van Andel Institute Purple Community, 100% of the proceeds go directly to the Institute's research into diseases like cancer and Parkinson's, as well as VAI's science education programs. Learn how you can get involved at purplecommunity.org. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. The Huge Show is back live across Michigan on a flying ace Friday. Check out that affordably priced small batch whiskey straight bourbon whiskey multiple flavors it's awesome look forward at stores across michigan your local pub bar or restaurant ask for it flying ace huge question of the day how are you dealing with things now? <laughs> like five days later it's been almost a daily question when 866-838-4843 that's one 866 838 Huge, Rick and Cascade, just east of GR, listening on our flagship station, 96.1 The Game. You're on The Huge Show. Hi, Huge. Hey, Rick. 
Um, the only thing I think might have been more perfect is if the Lions would have changed and put on some old uniforms in the at halftime and came out because they played like the old Lions, didn't you think? Yeah, and it was it was a tale of two halves, like I said to Ahmed Fareed from NBC in the last segment. The first half was the Dan Campbell era, and the second half was what we've lived through with heartbreak. It really was synonymous and, and the perfect description of being a lifelong Lions fan. Let's go to Bob and Bay City listening on 100.9 FM, The Mitt. You're on the huge show. Bobby. Did we lose him? Let's go to Tim and Whitehall. Listening on 96 on the game out of GR in Michigan's West Coast. What's going on, my man? Beautiful day. Beautiful day on Lake Michigan. Sun's out. I just wanted to give you a uh, a little positive. Uh, I, I'm a Michigander, born in 1950, moved to Colorado in 76, went to the, uh, or saw the first Bronco Super Bowl game. They played a reasonably decent game against the Cowboys, and then they lost to the Redskins, the Giants, and the 49ers, humiliated. And then they came back, and this team has that grit. And I think uh, that's the kind of uh, attitude they ought to look at because they've got a good they've got a good nucleus there, and they've got some weak spots. But uh, uh, have a couple of shots on me, Bill. All right, yeah, I will. We. We're already through two shots of flying ace whiskey. I, I know it's just the beginning, but you know, timing, it's it's not only winning that NFC championship and getting to a Super Bowl, it's the fact that the Chiefs are there, and I know Mahomes has been unbelievable, right? But I they're beatable. And, and I thought the Lions could win it all. I think Bob from Bay City listening on one hundred point nine FM, the mid is there. How you doing, Bobby? Good. How are you doing, Huge? Good, man. What can I help you with? Can you hear me? Yeah, loud and clear. Okay, I'd like to draw a, com- I'd like to draw a comparison with, with the Lions' loss. I will always remember it as one play away from going to the Super Bowl, and I'll compare that to the ninth, or 2013 Tigers and the American oh. League Championship Series with mm. the Red Sox. Oh, gosh. Torrey Hunter makes that catch nine times out of ten and robs Ortiz of the Grand Slam. I say... He makes a catch. We go on to win the World Series. We'd have been up two zero going home. Amen. They they that, that oh. two thousand and six too, Bob. And thanks for the call on one hundred point nine of him. The Mid and Midland Bay City Saginaw. Two thousand and six. If he starts Kenny Rogers in Game One, I think they win that World Series. Hey, this is supposed to be happy time. Take some shots of flying ace whiskey. Celebrate. You know, what's interesting, you say that, I think on Sunday night or Monday morning, I posted the five biggest emotional sports losses in my life, okay, connected to sports. One was Sunday, because I thought they could win it all. Two was the Lions 91 championship game after they drilled the Cowboys. Everybody thought they were going to beat the Redskins in Washington. Three was 2006 World Series that... Leland totally mismanaged. Layoff didn't help him. And then 2013, that Boston series and St. Louis was an easy mark to win it. Easy mark to win that World Series. Leland couldn't manage a bullpen to save his life. Overthought everything. He did. 
And then number five on my list of five emotional sports losses was when my son Ace and his Grand Rapids Forest Hills Eastern team lost in the second round of the D4 playoffs this year to Grand Rapids South Christian, who went to the state championship game at Ford Field. They lost on the final play to Harper Woods. We lost on a fourth and 11 touchdown with 29 seconds left from like our 30. Mm. That, that took a while. Luckily, the holidays were right there. And I could go to Superfly Hayes' house for Thanksgiving like three weeks later and watch the Lions get destroyed by the Packers. Mm. Yeah, those are my five emotional losses in my life. One last Sunday, leading 24-7. Two, Barry and the crew in D.C. in 91. Three, 2006 World Series. They were such a better team than the Cardinals in 2013. That With that pitching staff, oh my God, how many Cy Young Award winners they have on it? Three, four, just... God, Leland, good guy. And I've met him after the fact when he was done. I could see why players like him and some in the media do, but he could not manage a bullpen, and he overthought. Remember he rested Polanco the final weekend of the series when they ended up in a one-game playoff with Minnesota, and then he was resting Verlander and said, I was saving him for the Yankee series that they never got to. All right, I'm supposed to get to a happy place. Someone get me that flying ace bottle of whiskey ready to roll. Break three. 24-7, everything you need. At the huge show.net. Big. Bad. Huge. The following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. It's a Flying Ace Friday on the Huge Show across Michigan, presented by Flying Ace Small Batch American-Made Whiskeys. Look for it in local stores all across Michigan or online at FlyingAceSpirits.com. It is a Flying Ace Friday on the Huge Show across Michigan. Are you ready for huge opinions on the Lions, Tigers, Wings, Pistons, Michigan, MSU, and every sports team in the state of Michigan? It's time for the Huge Show. From the east side to the west side to the UP, the Huge Show is on air statewide on the Michigan Sports Network. Voice your huge opinions now at 1-866-838-HUGE. That's 1-866-838-4843. Now, the huge one, Bill Simonson. What's up, Michigan? It is time to begin our number two on the only syndicated statewide afternoon sports radio show. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. His dad's upset now that I won't come up to their chicken and Super Bowl party. Not happening. Not watching the Niners. I'm not watching the game. I'm not. I've had a lot of different establishments say, hey, you like to do a Super Bowl party? Sure. Why don't we invite all my ex-women in my life and they'll all sit there? I thought time would help, but instead I'm getting more irritated. I'm like looking at the dates. All right, when does spring training start? I thought we had Ken Cal on today. What'd you do with him? 
Oh, he's got a break, so he's probably getting a little vacation. He's sick of the show? Oh, he's sick. Okay. Thank you. Inside this hour, Dave Burkett from the Detroit Free Press, Lions Insider. We'll talk about the loss and also the offseason for the Lions. You get Ben Johnson, you get Aaron Glenn, both stay. I was watching the East-West Shrine game. We had David Gregory, sports agent from Bull Rush Sports on from Mobile, Alabama. We had Risden from the Lions Wire. Lions are going to get a... I think they're going to be able to get... Maybe not starters, but... Um, first rounder, you would hope. Kool-Aid McKinstry, it'd be nice if he could drop to 29. Lions could get him as a corner. We had Kimber from... Herman Moore's Lions Nation Unite yesterday in studio. He thinks he'll spend money on a DN and or corner. There's a lot of storylines for this offseason with the Lions. Burkett will join us in a few moments. Also, Sharon Moore, the replacement for Harbaugh, putting together his staff. We'll have the latest from Chris Ballas from the Wolverine.com. John Vanderwall, former major leaguer out of Hudsonville, Western Michigan University. Calls West Michigan home. Colt Keith gets that big money deal without ever playing a game in the big leagues with the Tigers and given the second base job. His thoughts on that and also as a six-seat Lions season ticket holder, where are the Lions going? Vandy in studio within the hour. And Dr. Bill Pink, another edition of Moving Ferris Forward uh, within 90 minutes. We'll talk about the Lions offseason, the end of the year last Sunday. Seems like it was three months ago, but it was only five days ago, less than five days. Dave Burkett, Detroit Free Press Lions beat writer. He's standing by on the Roast Umber Coffee guest sign. How you doing, my man? All is well. Looking forward to some time off after the Super Bowl. I know journalists, reporters aren't supposed to become emotionally attached to teams, but it's hard not to. Uh, with this Lions team, coaching staff, Sheila Hamp, Holmes, everybody connected. What do you take from the positive from last Sunday night that you think will inspire and carry this team through the offseason? Well, I think just being there, you know, in, in Dan Campbell's message after the game that, you know, this is no sure thing to be back. I mean, that was just sort of a sign to guys that, hey, Look, when you do get this opportunity again, or if you do get this opportunity again, know that every single play matters, every detail matters, because it wasn't one thing that cost them. It was a drop pass and a missed block and another drop pass and a dropped interception and maybe some of Campbell's own mistakes. I think there were there were many things that ended up, you know, impacting this, but ultimately, you know, when you win twelve games in the regular season, when you go on the run that they did sort of have the give the season the magical feel that it, it felt for, for most of the year. Um, I think even though it ended in, in heartbreak, I think most people will walk away thinking it was a pretty successful year. Will they be big spenders in the free agent market that opens up in March, or will they spend more on giving Goff, Sewell, St. Brown deals? 
Yeah, I think more towards the latter. I mean, they, they certainly have enough cap room or projected cap room, I guess. And, you know, when it uh, comes to what they can do this offseason, I think they're, you know, around $60 million right now or somewhere in, in that neighborhood. But, you know, I've, I've always told people the the biggest issue is not – your salary cap room. It's your your cash spend. You know, and the Lions have they've got a monster extension to do with Jared Goff. He's going to get fifty million or so a year. They've got a monster extension to do with Amon Ross St. Brown. He's probably going to get twenty five million a year. I don't know that they that they will do Sewell this offseason. They can certainly try if they want because that price is only going up, and he's going to be the highest paid offensive tackle in the game when he gets a deal. So. Um, the Lions need a cornerback. There's some good ones available. Maybe if the right guy was there, if a Jalen Johnson got the free agency, maybe you could see the Lions trying to splurge. But, um, you know, I, I think by and large they're going to spend a lot on their own guys this offseason. And you got, what, four picks in the first three rounds, and Holmes has been magical, as good as anybody I've ever seen out of the box in terms of drafts. So you pick 29, you always could move up, maybe use one of those extra picks to get up and get that corner or edge rusher you want. And, you know, we look what the second and third round has brought this team. They should be able to find starters or at least guys who can take up a lot of snaps opposite Hutch on the D-line and also in that secondary. Yeah, I think secondary is the the – that's the biggest issue, you know. The and look, they they look like they have a couple guys at safety and Melifonlu and Kirby Joseph and Brian Branch was really good at slot cornerback, but you know the the outside cornerback play this offseason was subpar, and that really hurt this team. And part of that, you're right, huge is, is you know they need a second pass rusher, a reliable second edge rusher to go with Aiden Hutchinson, and they they don't have that. So I do think the draft. Um, you know, they will target some defensive help there. Obviously, it's, it's a little too early to be specific with anything, but it just makes sense that you go out and you bolster the sort of the, uh, you know, the weakest part of your roster. The other area I would say, too, is offensive line because they need some depth there. They got two guards that are, are going to be free agents, even if they bring one of them back. You know, Ragnow's had a lot of injuries. Taylor Decker's entering the last year of his contract. That's the place you don't want to let slide. So I do expect the Lions to, to spend some draft capital there as well. Dave Burkett, Detroit Free Press Lions beat writer, joining us on the Roast Umber Coffee guest line. Would you say this team overachieved this year? Because that's the big question on, was this the stepping stone to a window of four till six, five till seven, because they're so young uh, run here? Or are they still missing a lot that could be exposed next season? Well, I do think they maybe overachieved a little bit. You know, the you know it's not often that you go from not being in the playoffs to to the NFC Championship game. So maybe there was a small step skipped in there. But you know, they have a lot of the pieces in place to to sustain this and, and to be better next year since they're so young. I I think you know when you when you sort of look at expectations coming into the year, most people thought they'd win the division. You know, the NFC North was kind of ho hum. Coming out of the year, you know, you think the NFC North is going to be pretty good next year, and and so maybe you know the Lions were were a little bit ahead of the curve, but um, yeah, I, I, I sort of like where they're positioned for the future. When they got to get the golf deal done, is that uh, done before free agency? So you know what type of money you have to work with. I would think that would be in the next month to five weeks. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean. Uh, 
I'll just tell you that I'll probably pre-write my Jared Goff, you know, signs a contract extension story to have it ready to go before free agency because he is due a, uh, I think he's got a $5 million roster bonus due in mid-March there. So it sort of makes sense if you're going to do it to try to get it done before then. Um, you know, what, what Brad Holmes has done with contracts in the past, though, extensions, that is, most of those have come in the summer. So, um, you know, I would I would think there's a, a window to get it done there before free agency, but uh, certainly not necessary that they have it done as long as it's done by the end or by the, uh, the start of, of training camp or the start of the season. They should be fine. David, even with the sting of blowing that 24-7 halftime lead, just think about this organization with what boxes they have checked right now. Consistent owner uh, representing the Ford family, the best ever in Sheila Hamm. Brad Holmes, uh, you know, executive of the year, right, based on Sporting News or whatever uh, awards yep. you look at. Dan Campbell, coach of the year. Uh, Goff has joined the penthouse of, you know, the top eight tennis quarterbacks in the NFL. St. Brown is as good as anybody in the game uh, catching the football. The splash of Laporta, uh, Gibbs. Uh, J-Mo, his maturation here was overlooked at the end of the season. And you throw Branch in, who's a mini version of Ronnie Lott, and, and you start to think, and I, I said this at halftime, and I never should have, to the group at the Garage Bar in Ada. I think the Lions, and I, I said this, Dave, may be on the verge of a dynasty. <laughs> well, I think um... – that's a tall task, you know, to be on the verge of a dynasty. I, I, I'm with you that I like what they've assembled and, you know, they've got anchors on each line and Sewell and Hutchinson and some really good skill talent. But, you know, I, I would say the Lions have pretty good injury health this year. Um, Jared Goff is a pretty good quarterback. Better than that, maybe, but maybe not in that, you know, still Patrick Mahomes, Joe Burrow class. And so when you look around the rest of the NFC, and it was down this year, if we're being honest, um, just depth-wise, there weren't a, a ton of really good teams. Um, you know, if a Jordan Love, if the Bears draft a quarterback and that guy, if one of those two guys becomes Aaron Rodgers, Brett Favre, someone in that elite tier, well, then all of a sudden, you know, the Lions are maybe looking up at that team in their division again. So there's a new set of obstacles that comes with winning. You know, when you start paying players and who you're going to keep and who you're not and drafting 29th instead of drafting second. So there's a whole slew of different things that they have to, hurdles that they have to um, jump. But I do like what the Lions have done so far. And I do think with Brad Holmes and Dan Campbell, they're well positioned for the future. And when you look at the, the immediate future this fall, I would think the Vikings, there's no way they can let Cousins go. He reportedly asked him for $90 million over two years. That seems below market value. They're loaded. Hawkinson, if he gets back from the knee injury, Addison, Jefferson. I, I, I don't see how the Vikings don't bring him back. Caleb Williams now is saying, don't draft me, Chicago. So I guess that's good news to a point. And the Packers showed at the end of the season uh, that they're going to be a player next year in the NFC North. So that divisional race should be interesting. Yeah, and look, the Packers, I mean, they were as, it looked as good as any team in the NFL to close the year. And just like the Lions, they had the 49ers beat on the road but couldn't close the deal. So I do think when you look ahead, the, the NFC North is going to be pretty darn good next year. The Vikings, look, they were a good team this year. Would have been better if, if 
you know, Cousins was healthy and they do, they, at least they are acting like they're sort of in a window of contention right now, right? You go back to when they traded, uh, for TJ Hawkinson and even trading down in the draft because they wanted to have more cheap players. Like the, the moves they've made lead me to believe as well that they want to bring or will try to bring Kirk Cousins back. So all of a sudden, you know, a year ago we were looking at the NFC North saying, eh, it should be the Lions. I don't know that there's any other good teams there. Vikings are going to take a step back. These other two are too young. Well, next year it looks like there's going to be four pretty good teams, uh, depending on what happens with the Bears and their quarterback situation. I don't believe everything I read on Twitter, but did I see something that the Lions are getting new uniforms next year? I haven't heard any of that from the Michigan end of this. Was that just something spit out no, on right. Twitter? Yeah, no, Rod Wood told me last spring they were getting new uniforms, so expect it here in the coming months. Don't know what they're going to look like yet, but uh, and it won't be a you know complete redesign, right? They're still going to keep the Honolulu blue, but uh, for everyone out there buying Lions jerseys, you might as well wait until the new ones come out sometime this spring. Yeah, I would think they'll splash it right before the draft. Uh, with the draft in Detroit, it's the perfect timing right. to unveil their new uniforms because everybody would be wearing them. Actually, probably maybe even early March uh, would, or as quick as you can uh, have them out there so people are ordering it and wearing it and the world sees it at the draft. Yeah, I mean, that's a that's a great point, and especially when you're picking that low in the draft, right? Not a lot of people are going to be hyped about who you're getting at 29. That's a tough thing to look ahead to, so you throw it out right around that time. That, that gets people talking, and then the new guy, when he's walking across the stage in your hometown, is holding up that New Jersey. Yeah, my dream, I talked about it a week ago on this show, right about this time, David, I said, can you imagine at the NFL draft in Detroit, this was before the Niners NFC title game, if Roger Goodell stepped to the podium and said with the 32nd pick in the 2024 NFL draft, the world champion Detroit Lions select, boom. Hmm. Going to have to wait another year for that one, but I think uh, halftime, a lot of people had that thought because that was, you know, I even turned to Carlos uh, Menares, my colleague who was sitting next to me, and I said, man, can you believe this? Like, they're going to Vegas, and I don't know, I was probably one of about a million people in this area that jinxed them, but that thought had to be running through everyone's head. Well, and I'm, I'm on the American Airlines app looking at flights, what dates I'm going to be out there. We had a battle plan all set up with Marty Board, the Michigan Sports Network, and our friends. From DraftKings, we were ready to roll. We had it all lined up. I was going to be in a suite uh, with some higher-ups at DraftKings. I was going to be there at the game doing five shows, three before, two afterwards. And instead, nothing against you, David, but I'm here talking about the Lions uniforms. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, you know, Graham Glasgow said this in the – when I was talking to him at locker clean out Monday, he said, you know, the, um, he said, you know, he's going to get over it, right? He's not one that's going to dwell on this for the rest of his life, but for the next couple of weeks, it's going to be hard yeah. he's going to be watching a team. They beat in week one, the chiefs play a team. They should have beaten the oh. NFC championship. Game, well, I can't watch it. I don't know if I'm going to be able to watch the super bowl. I'll, I'll DVR it and I'll have to read about it. You know, I look at highlights because of, you know, I do a statewide sports radio show, but right now I'm on day five post NFC championship downer and I have no even if I see a story on TV like you know I'm flipping through the channels I'll get away from the Super Bowl I'll just I don't want to talk about it and I'm not a player I can't imagine what the coaches with Hamp with Holmes with Spillman that anybody uh, who's really 
really locked in and, and are part of the reasons why they were there and had a 24-7 lead, that I don't know if it's a couple weeks. I, I personally think a lot of people, it will sting until they now, now they have another hump they have to get over. It was Stafford. It was the home playoff game. It was winning the NFC North. We, again, keep, uh, keep checking all these boxes, and now it's go win that NFC championship game and get to a Super Bowl. Yeah, and organizationally, it might not happen until next fall because once you get on the field, right, that becomes a thing of the past. And now, whether Amen. you make it or you don't, you're going to have something else that that you know eats you up, or, or you're celebrating. But until then, I do think you're right. There's a lot of people that they're going to be kicking themselves over whatever happened in that game, and and either them not being there or their team not being there. My prediction before I let you go, David, is that if the Niners win the Super Bowl, the Lions and the Niners will be the opening night game because the Lions have brought mega TV ratings since that opener. They are wow. America's team and the rematch with the hearts broken and all that off season when they announce a schedule in May leading up to that season opener Lions at the Niners again. Think about it. Well, yeah, no, that'd be, Hey, they, you're right. That was a, a great game. That first one week one against Chiefs started it all off and, uh, I'm sure the Lions would relish that opportunity. Oh, that would be awesome! That would that that would be that would be even though again, kind of like the Chiefs felt like a playoff game because the Lions were the only game they're playing the defending Super Bowl champions. It was such a buzz after that that in May when they do the schedule announcement on the NFL Network, usually on a Thursday, like the week after the draft, is that when they do that, and if it's if we're thinking May, June, July, August, waiting for the trip back to San Francisco and the Lions are hungry, that would be an awesome opener. Awesome. Tantalizing for sure to think about. All right, buddy. Thank you for your time, man. Get some downtime, okay? Yeah, sounds good. I will. We'll talk to you. All right, Dave Burkett. That, that has to be the, now. Now I'm rooting for the Niners to win the Super Bowl because then I can go, the Lions should have won it. They led it by 17. And the NFL kickoff game, revenge, Lions at the Niners. And they play Stafford and the Rams at home again this year. That has to be. Tell, is there a better game? Seriously. Now, you have to win. Chiefs win it. I don't know. You know, I'm getting tired of my homes. Kelsey and Taylor Swift. Come on, Niners, win it and have the Lions be the away team in the NFL kickoff opener. That'd be awesome. Let's go to Troy and Cadillac listening on 93.7 FM, the ticket you hear, Cadillac to Traverse City. You're on the Huge Show. Okay, Huge. Thanks for taking my call. And uh, I think you're right. I think it's a good day for a couple shots flying ace. <laughs> Amen, brother. I haven't gotten over it. I have not gotten over it. It was like it just happened last night. And uh, and your question today, no, I will not be watching the Super Bowl. I think a lot of people are watching that a lot. <laughs> no way. I, I think there's a lot of people, Troy, and thanks for the call in Cadillac listening on 93.7 FM. If you're traveling up north, 131 or 31, just listen, Cadillac area till just inside Traverse City on 93.7 FM. I, I think a lot of people feel that way. But it doesn't hurt to toast the Lions season this year. No football this weekend. 
pick up a bottle of Flying Ace. Straight bourbon whiskey. Toast the season. And pretend that the game ended when it was 24-7. Chris Ballas from the Wolverine.com will join us in our next segment. We'll get an update on Sharon Moore putting together his staff. New titles? Will there be some more new names in Ann Arbor? Ballas from the east side of the state here in less than 10 minutes. So we are talking about Super Bowl 58. And the DraftKings Sportsbook is an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 58. And they have a huge, if not super, offer for new customers listening right now. Just download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use code HUGE when you sign up. You then can bet 5 bucks on the big game and get 200 instantly in bonus bets. Also, with the DraftKings Same Game Parlays, everyone gets a shot at even bigger paydays for Super Bowl 58. Just download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code HUGE when you sign up. And like I said, new customers then can bet 5 bucks on Super Bowl 58 to get 200 instantly in bonus bets. Only on the DraftKings Sportsbook app, an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 58. And only when you use code HUGE to sign up. The crown is yours. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services Gambling Disorder Helpline at 800-270-7117. 21 and up in Michigan only. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms. To the callers online, stick around. Michigan will hear you next. From St. Joseph to Midland, this show is huge. Leonard Skinner. ZZ Top. Friday, August 9th at Soaring Eagle Casino, the Sharp Dressed Simple Man Tour. Leonard Skinner and ZZ Top. Tickets start at $38 and are on sale now at the box office at etix.com. Part of the Soaring Eagle Summer Outdoor Concert Series, Leonard Skinner and ZZ Top. Friday, August 9th at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Bill Simonson here for my good friend Josh Garvey. Now, he's a managing shareholder at Dorn Mayhew's Grand Rapids office. Their world headquarters are in Troy, Michigan, on the east side of the state, and they have locations all around the world. They have over 550 motivated accounting professionals, 90 years in business, and I mentioned the 10 offices worldwide. So if you want to connect and partner with one of the top CPA, accounting, and business firms in the world, they're right here in Michigan. Dorn Mayhew's Troy office on the east side of the state, and Josh Garvey is a managing shareholder for their Dorn Mayhew GR office. Right there by the S-curve, you'll see the new Dorn Mayhew sign. You can find out more. Just Google Dorn Mayhew. That's D-O-E-R-E-N-M-A-Y-H-E-W or Dorn.com. They're one of America's and the world's top CPA accounting and business firms. They're Dorn Mayhew. (laughs) 
Merck Perks from Mercantile Bank is here. Merck Perks Checking has all you need to plan your busy lifestyle. Travel services for hotels, airfare and cruises, cash back rewards, and even savings on prescriptions, eyewear, and dental work. Merck Perks also includes all the traditional benefits you love, like online and mobile banking and fee-free access to almost 40,000 MoneyPass ATMs. So when you're ready for Perks, Merck is here. Learn more at MyMerckPerks.com, member FDIC. Huge here for all the Mr. Car Wash locations across Michigan. You're going to want to look into that unlimited monthly pass that I use. Superfly Hayes, my producer, uses it. I can get my SUV washed as often as I like for one low price. You can sign up today. Just go to MrCarWash.com or stop by your local Mr. Car Wash location here in Michigan for the one close to you. And to get that unlimited pass, go to MrCarWash.com. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. The Huge Show is back live across Michigan. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. Chris Ballas from the Wolverine.com will join us. Superfly Hayes on top of everything. Totally spacing out. He said the sun is taking away the pain of the lion's loss. And he's just daydreaming out the window going... Mr. Sunshine is healing me. I said, are you on acid? Chris Ballas in a moment on Sharon Moore putting together his staff following Harbaugh. John Vanderwall, former major leaguer, calls West Michigan home out of Hudsonville, played at Western. What about Colt Keith? Getting that huge deal without ever playing a major league game and being given the second base position. Plus, he's a six-seat season ticket holder. His thoughts on the Lions, and will he ever get over that loss? JV in 30 minutes, Dr. Bill Pink, Ferris State President, weekly conversation on moving Ferris forward within 80 minutes. Right now, let's go talk to Chris Ballas from the Wolverine.com, the Michigan Insider. Is standing by. How you doing, Chris? Hey, Billy. Doing well, brother. All right. Uh, Jim Harbaugh in that powder blue. He he looked like he aged 20 years from his, you know, Michigan gear he would wear, kind of, you know, Air Jordan, it's hip. And now he he, he looks like he's a, a library teacher. <laughs> it was funny. You know, when you look at presidents that serve two terms and everybody likes says like look he looks like so much older than he did when he started well guys age you know and they get some gray hairs between 44 and 54 or 50 and 60 and stuff and part of that's you know part of that's normal yeah not you everybody but you though you know what i meant but uh but regardless he's uh 
You know what? Um, nine years here, man. You know, watching him and uh, writing right now for these, this national championship magazine that we're putting out. And I agree with you, man. You look at the pictures when he first got here. He still looks like a young man. And now, as he said, you know, there, there's only so much sand left in my hourglass. And I thought it was pretty telling when he said, you know, I, how he's talking about that and wasn't that much time left to chase the Lombardi trophy. So, it was pretty evident that he was getting ready to move on. And I think between that and what happened with the NCAA and everything else, uh, it was just time. So we'll see what Sharon Moore does. But it is weird seeing Jim Harbaugh in that powder blue, man. It's not the same. Chris Ballas of the Wolverine.com, the Michigan insider, joining us on the Rose Tumber Coffee guest line. So with Harbaugh gone, Sharon Moore, uh, they're out on the recruiting trail, all the coaches. Some have titles, some don't. Some now have new titles. Other titles could be coming. What's the latest on his coaching staff? Yeah, it's been a crazy day. Actually, Grant Newsom's going to be the offensive line coach, as we've said to you. He's going to be moved from tight ends, and this is a nice move for him. You know, a couple of years ago when Jim Harbaugh was going to go to Minnesota, he was going to take Grant Newsom with him. So keeping him here in that capacity, I think, is great. He's only 27 years old. It's going to be a really young offensive staff. Um, they're just We've just posted uh, probably about 30 minutes ago that Steve Casula, who was the offensive coordinator at Ferris State uh, for Tony Anise, and I'm going to have to talk to Tony about him to get the, uh, the to have him fill me in on him. Um, he was at UMass with Don Brown after being a Michigan analyst. He's coming back as tight ends coach. Uh, the players really liked him, and Sharon Moore loves him. They think he's an outstanding offensive mind. So uh, we, that's another one to watch. Uh, we don't know what's going on with Mike Hart. It sounds like he's not out recruiting. So does that mean he's looking for NFL opportunities or other opportunities? We don't know. Uh, Mike Elston's still up in the air, defensive line coach. Uh, the good news is is that we know that he's got an offer, it sounds like, from uh, Jim Harbaugh, but he hasn't left yet, and he's still out on the road recruiting. And that's a big one because you've got guys like Kenneth Grant and Mason Graham, all-American candidates on the interior line, that uh, really want to see him stick around. So um, it sounds like they are uh, really kind of staying in-house with a lot of these hires. And Kirk Campbell is now the offensive coordinator. He was the quarterback's coach. He's going to remain uh, as quarterback's coach, but now he'll be the OC as well. Everybody so far on this offense, offensive staff is under 42 years old, Bill, so it's going to be young. Uh, these guys are great recruiters. Kirk Campbell's a great recruiter. Sharon Moore's a great recruiter. Ron Bellamy's going to stick around as receivers coach. He's a great recruiter. So really looking like they are going for great recruiters in, in addition to great coaches. Your thoughts on Sharon Moore uh, with the staff he's putting together. I know it's tough to say where could they improve seeing they just yeah. went 15-0, and won the national championship, but where might they look different to the fans? Yeah, you know, I think you're going to see, <clears throat> I wouldn't say a more wide open offense, but I think you're going to see a more intricate passing offense, right? Uh, Kasula is a guy that worked with uh, Josh Gaddis and was kind of like the speed and space guy, right? And uh, so, uh, no, we're not going to be bringing back speed and space here to Ann Arbor, but he's another voice in the room that I think they really trust. And Sharon Moore, back when Kasula was hired by Don Brown at UMass, had tweeted, man, this guy is going to kill it there. And 
so you can tell that he thought highly of him. So, um, but it's hard to say, you know, just because there there are a couple things here. Are you going to be able to do what you've been doing the last three years without an elite offensive line? Will you not have an elite offensive line? We know they have pieces, but they aren't going to have the domination that they've had the last three years up front. But you've got guys coming back like Miles Hinton, who played a lot of games this year at tackle. Uh, G.O.L. Hottie is going to be an all Big Ten guy at guard. He's been waiting behind Trevor Keegan forever. Greg Crippen can play center, and I think he's going to be pretty good there. But um, so they may have to change it up, right? Uh, and especially, you know, not knowing what they have a quarterback yet. So defensively, they should be fine. And as long as they find somebody who sticks to the principles that have gotten them where they've been the last few years with Jesse Minter and Mike McDonald, but uh, that's going to be a big hire for them. Are they going to promote Steve Klinkscale, who was the co-defensive coordinator, and maybe Mike Elston, because those guys are familiar with the system now, or are they going to go outside? We've been hearing that they're looking for a big name, but it's not about winning the presser, Bill, as we found out. Nobody knew who Mike McDonald was a couple of years ago coming from the Ravens. It's about the right fit and the right football mind. So that's what we're going to be really interested to see is how he fills out that defensive staff. Mike Hart, it was interesting, you know, through everything we talked about, I think our last conversation to see him, uh, you know, running game coordinator to running backs uh, on that list that I saw from the Wolverine.com. That was not surprising, but good news. Uh, With Mike? Yeah. Yeah. We don't know. We don't know where he is. I mean, we don't know if he's recruiting, if he's going to be on staff. And, um, you know, we like, I love Mike Hart, you know, but uh, is he going to be part of the staff? That's one thing that we don't know. So, well, he's um, currently still listed as as the coach, right? Yeah, he's listed, I believe, but uh, it sounds like, you know, everybody else is on, out on the road recruiting, and our E.J. Holland said, you know, he hasn't heard a word about Mike Hart being on the road, and there, there have been rumblings that he's looking for another job. So I don't know uh, what to make of that one right now, Bill, I'll be honest. And, uh, you know, people are being very tight-lipped about it, and when they when they are, that usually means something's in the works, you know, but I don't want to speculate too much out of respect for Mike. I think he's going to be a head coach somewhere uh, at, at – uh, at a mid-major to start, obviously, but um, I think this guy's got a bright future ahead of him and wherever he ends up, if it's Michigan or somewhere else, hopefully it's Michigan. I think he's done a great job with the running backs here, clearly, if you look at Blake Corum and uh, Donovan Edwards and what he's done with them, especially Blake Corum. You know, they said they've learned a lot from him, so we'll see where he goes with that one. What are you hearing about uh, transfer portal, poaching, what's going on there? Oh, man. Uh, they are coming hot and heavy after Michigan stars. I can tell you that um, they're talking, you know, the $500,000, $800,000 offers. Now Michigan kids are still in, in class right now. So this 30 day portal, I don't think is the one that you have to worry about. I think it's the spring portal. And a lot of these kids that we're talking to them and their families seem committed as long as their position coaches are here, or they like the new guys that are coming in to going through the spring and seeing what happens. But guys like Colston Loveland, for example, uh, you're going to see Oregon coming after him if they aren't already. It's a little closer to home out there, and they might promise a little bit more pass-friendly offense, even though their tight ends caught less balls by far than Michigan did last year. But, you know, with with the coaches leaving, and that's the biggest piece of it, everybody talks about the money, but it's the personnel. If you lose your strength coach, Ben Herbert, which was an absolute absolutely huge blow, you lose Jim Harbaugh, then you lose your position coach, then you're like, okay, uh, kids start to talk, and that's immediately what happened after Ben Herbert announced he was leaving. So we're going to see where that one goes. Uh, and in addition, 
uh, Mason Graham and Kenneth Grant. Uh, people are coming after them hot and heavy. So I, I do believe they'll stick it out, Bill, and the longer they do, the better. If we don't see them in the portal these 30 days and they can get to spring, that gives Sharon Moore an opportunity to re-recruit them and a chance to keep them here and keep them happy and let them know that, hey, everything's going to be fine here in Ann Arbor. I think at the end of the day, you mentioned those students, players, families, that Michigan may have to match some of these offers to keep those guys. Yeah, yeah I think that's true, or at least be right there. And, you know, the, the problem is everybody throws these numbers around, and I was talking to somebody today who was talking to a kid at Northwestern, who a basketball player who just got obscene amounts of money thrown at him by other programs. And, um, and he was looking around, he's a big part of their team and he was looking around, but he, nobody wanted to put it in writing and there was no contract or anything like that. So he was wise to stick around. And I think that's what Michigan will caution uh, these collectives. They'll say, look, they're going to throw numbers at you like 800,000. You're going to get there and they're going to give you 200,000 and say the rest is coming later or something like that. And I do know, and speaking to Jared Wangler, at the champion circle he does a great job and those guys are doing a great job of being in constant contact with these guys that they are doing everything they can to keep keep these guys but you've got to you know it's it's you can't just give six million bucks to the top six guys because you've got a bunch of other guys too that are they're coming after as well there's a kid on this team that has played just a handful of snaps he's going to be a senior and i was talking to his dad and he said he's got a hundred thousand dollar offer from an east coast school and a scholarship offer to come and play there. And you're talking a six-figure deal for a kid who's barely played. It's unbelievable. So that's what they're dealing with right now. So Sharon's got a lot on his plate, and he's been out recruiting. So these are things that he's going to have to, that are going to come to a head next week that he's really going to have to deal with. Chris Ballas of TheWolverine.com. You can follow everything University of Michigan Athletics at TheWolverine.com. Also, they'll have their... Michigan National Championship Magazine soon. Chris, uh, keep us up to date on what's going on with the transfer portal. We'll talk soon. Will do. Thanks, Bill. All right, Bell is checking in from Ann Arbor on the Roast Umber Coffee Guest Line. Remember, if you miss any huge opinion, interview, our full show, our podcast are free, and we are everywhere. Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeart, Podbean, Amazon, and more. Just search the huge show where you download podcasts and you can catch up and listen on your schedule. Again, free podcast, simple and easy. Just search the huge show where you download podcasts. Everything huge 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. Don't miss shopping this week at Meyer. This Saturday only, get 10% off Meyer brand gift cards with Emperks. Clip in the app today. Plus, get a $10 coupon when you spend $100 or more this week in store. Coupon printed at checkout. Start redeeming next week. And buy five, save $5 when you mix or match items across the store, like General Mills cereal or Dan and yogurt and more. Shop and save even more this week at Meyer. Exclusions apply. See all the deals in the Meyer app. Bill Simonson here for Flying Ace Craft Spirits. You can chart your own course with small batch American made whiskeys. And also, they're connected to Folds of Honor here in Michigan, providing four scholarships this year through Flying Ace Craft Spirits to the children of men and women injured or killed in combat. Look for Flying Ace Craft Spirits in that small batch American made whiskeys in different flavors 
at local stores or ask for it at your local pub, bar, or restaurant. Fly and Ace exists at the intersection of independence and precision. They distill fine spirits for Mavericks, the adventurous, the cunning, and the bold. You can find out more and also order online if you're 21 and up at flyingaspirits.com or look for it in stores all across Michigan or at your local bar, pub, or restaurant. We play for the thrill. That rush you feel with the game on the line. I'm Herman Moore, Lions All-Pro Wide Receiver. Now, with Eagle Casino and Sports, the new sportsbook app from Soren Eagle, anywhere I'm at, I'm still in the game. Sign up now and get up to $1,000. That's right, up to $1,000 for a risk-free bet on your next favorite underdog parlay or prop. Eagle Casino and Sports. Made in Michigan, made for Michigan. Must be 21 or older in Michigan to play. Roast Umber is a farm direct coffee sourced from Central American farmers and roasted in Grand Rapids. And also the Nitro Cold Brew Coffee is a convenient and healthy option for energy with no sugar additives. Look for it at your local retailer or at RoastUmber.com. They say consistency is the key to success. They weren't wrong. So how about grabbing a beer that's consistently smooth, consistently refreshing, and consistently light? You might just find that the road to success can be pretty enjoyable. Michelob Ultra, the perfect balance of taste and refreshment in only 2.6 carbs and 95 calories. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Michelob Ultra Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. Huge here with my good friend Lomas Brown. It's time to talk about Impact Power Sports, Michigan's newest Yamaha golf cart destination on 14 Mile Road in Rockford, just north of GR. And people are coming from everywhere to see the Lomas Lions Yamaha golf cart. And Lomas, I know you love this cart. Oh, my goodness, man. Look, everybody, like you say, is a showstopper. Everybody walks by, they stop, they look at it, it's outfitted with the Lions logos everywhere on it. It's Lions colors. It's made for a big fella like me. Hey, it's all it's all it's cracked up to be huge. Now, Drew told me, Lomas, that they sold six custom Lomas Brown Lions golf carts in three days at the recent Grand Rapids RV show, and he said the Lions Nation going crazy over this cart. Anybody can get the Lions cart uh, made exactly like Lomas, custom designed by Drew and the crew at Impact Power Sports on 14 Mile Road in Rockford, north of GR, but they service uh, the entire state. And Lomas, there'll be a couple chances coming up for the fans to meet you and myself at Outdoor Rama in Detroit. At the Suburban Collection Showplace, we'll be back there. That will be the weekend of February 22nd through the 25th and the Ultimate Outdoor Show in Grand Rapids, March 7th through the 10th. And you'll be there for a time that we'll announce at a later date at the Impact Power Sports booth. So those are pretty cool situations. And what I love, Lomas, is how you interact with all the people that come up to you. Well, it's fun. I mean, it's fun interacting with the people what they're coming to see is that cart. I'm just, I just happen to be standing next to it, but that cart drives their attention there. And we're having fun, man. It's been a great year with the Lions, and it's just been a ride. It just really has been this year. Yeah, you can find out more about those Yamaha golf carts and getting your own custom golf cart 
for your neighborhood, for your business, for the lake house, uh, for the golf club. Uh, just stop by and see Impact Power Sports on 14 Mile Road in Rockford. They service the entire state or look for them on Facebook. And also Impact Power Sports is the largest Avaton e-bike dealer in West Michigan. All models are available. Find out more at Impact Power Sports on 14 Mile Road in Rockford or look for Drew and the crew at Impact Power Sports on Facebook. They love Lomas. We love Lomas. Lomas, we'll talk soon. Absolutely. Thanks, my good man. Big. Bad. Huge. The following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. It's a Flyin' Ace Friday on the Huge Show Across Michigan, presented by Flyin' Ace Small Batch American-Made Whiskies. Look for it in local stores all across Michigan or online at FlyinAceSpirits.com. It is a Flyin' Ace Friday on the Huge Show Across Michigan. Are you ready for huge opinions on the Lions, Tigers, Wings, Pistons, Michigan, MSU, and every sports team in the state of Michigan? It's time for the Huge Show. From the east side to the west side to the UP, the Huge Show is on air statewide on the Michigan Sports Network. Voice your huge opinions now at 1-866-838-HUGE. That's 1-866-838-4843. Now, the huge one, Bill Simonson. What's up, Michigan? It is our number three on a fly-in ace Friday. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer in a moment. John Vanderwall, former major leaguer out of Hudsonville, Michigan, played at Western and had stops all across the Major League Baseball landscape. One of the sweetest swings from the left side you've ever seen. And also, if you've watched him golf, this could be the year where he breaks par. John Vanderwall will join us. We'll get an update on his season tickets for the Lions. Did he cancel them after they blew the halftime lead in the NFC Championship game? Six season tickets for JV with the Lions. Up 24-7 at halftime in the NFC Championship game. Looked on their way to a Super Bowl they could win because they already beat the Chiefs this year to start the season at Arrowhead. Instead, they're done, and I want to puke every time I see a story about Sam Fran and KC in the Super Bowl. Talk to John about the Lions and where he was at halftime and what he was thinking. And the Colt Keith deal. A guy who has never done anything in the big leagues has a six-year multi-million, and I'm talking big money deal. Is that what the future is for the Tigers? That they're once again going to bank on the young guys. Didn't we have this message about four years ago that these are the up-and-comers? It was Torque. It was Green. It was Scooble. And now you're Colt Keith flying the flag of your minor league system. Great swing. Still young. Unproven. But this is a historic investment. Because a long-term 
contract ahead of a major league debut. I can get a signing bonus that somebody gets for getting drafted, but this is strange. So now the contract was announced by the Tigers uh, at the end of last week. Guarantees almost $29 million over the next six seasons. And you haven't made your major league debut. The head thumping on the microphone you hear is that of former major leaguer John Vanderwall, uh, who joins us. End of this hour, Dr. Pink uh, will check in for another moving Ferris forward interview. Uh, but the Cole Keith thing completely caught me off guard. Like, I had to double take, like, was this a deal based on if he's successful or when he comes up? Uh, historic, unprecedented. All these words we're hearing connected to this over six years. Not not like a two-year deal where you're like, hey, let's see what you do. Six years. So I guess, as I said to you before we went on, the Tigers are banking. He becomes a superstar during that six years, and they don't got to rework the deal, and they're saving money. Brewers did it three weeks ago with another guy, like $60 million, and I'm like, what is going on? What What is going on? I have no – they're projecting. It's the, They're projecting this kid's going to be – this star in the upcoming years. I I saw it. Now, this was a little bit different, but I saw it when I first started scouting that a rookie would have a good year and they would try to project out what he would make and they would, you know, give him a deal for the team and then they would work out for both. The, the player would get this uh, security about getting this contract. And if he did succeed, then the organization would save a ton of money on the back end. Well, I was with an org. I'm not going to say the organization or the player I'm sitting in the room and they're talking about giving this guy a contract. And I am screaming, do not do this. What are you doing? You guys are, I can't say it. And they did it. And this person never even came close to reaching that plateau that they thought he was going to reach, and they lost a ton of money. Now the now the player did did go out, and he had a decent big league career, but for the money that he made, it made my stomach turn. Well, and it's the largest contract signed by a Tiger before his big league debut. You're looking at an organization that normally you see money like this invested in a mid-level major leaguer, okay? It's not a $300 million deal. Or you had a great rookie year and you're like, oh my God, Cole Keith is going to be a phenom, right? Yeah. You know, he hit 340, uh, hit 26 homers, 90 RBIs. We're going to lock him up because his contract... Is two point five million. This is the guaranteed money. Two million signing bonus. With Woo. Never going to the major leagues. Or they had a signing bonus from when he got drafted. Yeah, uh, did he go in the fifth round? So he got some decent money. I don't think he got great money. Right, but he so got that, decent money. That's a little payback on the backside. So, but his salary right now. This is the guaranteed money. Two point five million this year. Three point five million. Twenty five. Four million a year. Twenty six. Twenty seven. Five million a year. This is all guaranteed. 28-29, then a $10 million club option or $2.7 million buyout in 30, $13 million club out option or $1 million buyout in 31, and 2032, $13 million club option or $2 million buyout. So when I'm looking at all these numbers, John, I'm thinking that their, their strategy 
isn't going to be go spend all this big money on free agents. They're going to target who they think will be stars on their team before they're actually stars. And, and they're going to say, we're going to come up with these 10-year deals, right, basically? Nine-year, nine 10-year, eight-year deals. And we're going to save all this money. So this is their pitch to Illich. Look at the money we're going to save. We, our analytics department, and here we go with analytics, projects that Colt will hit this, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. That he'll be a five-time All-Star. Yep. That they've, they've anointed him. Not only did he get this deal, he doesn't have to go to spring training and earn his job. Yep. He is the second baseman for the Tigers. And he will be. Every year it's guaranteed now. Or high water. He, he's got the Willy Wonka golden ticket. Plus, he owns the factory now because there's no pressure on him now, which they'll say, well, that's what we want. We don't want any pressure on the kid. But he hasn't done anything. And here's the other. Here's the big kicker. So I see I had to go look at his stats because I've never seen the kid play. I've asked around to some people, and, they, and I asked him, asked people, is he worth this money? And no one will tell me. So, which is which is a signal to you that the red flag. It's yeah, like, if they don't come right out and say, "Dude is a a rock solid stud," yes. and they're just quiet. Yes, they don't want to say anything to you because they're worried to so, get back to the top. So I've had more. Or be I've said had, on the huge show. So I had several pe- people that I've talked to. They well, this is their now. All these organizations are starting to project their minor leaguers, and that's all I'll say. M- he went in double A, I think he had 287 with 14 bombs in double A, and what, 300, 306 with 14 bombs in triple A. Now, here is the kicker that no one no one ever asked the question. So then I asked, okay, I know in triple A they're using big league balls. Are they using big league balls in double A? The answer is yes. So from double A, triple A, and the big leagues, they're all using the same baseball. Now, when I played, and I'd say probably 2016, Triple A still had a different baseball. The balls are not as lively as they are. The big league balls are so lively, it's unbelievable. They they probably jump five, six, seven feet per hundred better than a, the probably the ball that the A ball could, kids still use. So A ball, double A, and triple A, 216, 2016 and before were all using the, the very similar ball. Um, they didn't carry as well. So now you have the, the same ball, the big league ball, and the double A AA and triple A and the big leagues, and this is the numbers that he put up. Now, they're good numbers. They're decent. But I know the double A is a, is a bomb. I mean, you can hit bombs everywhere, the small ballparks. Triple A, basically the same place. And now you have lively balls. So now their stats are, are better, and now you're bringing this kid up who really hasn't had a lot of at-bats again. Here we go again. And you're going to put him in a big league environment. Now, this kid could go out and be a Hall of Famer because we don't even know what a Hall of Famer is And then is the anymore. Tigers management, Harris and the crew, look like geniuses. Well, they look, yeah. Well, here's the other thing. So if this guy goes off and he's it's four years, five years down, they're going to re, they're going to redo the contract again. So I, I just I don't understand it. Uh, it's like we're trying to reinvent the game. So if the Tigers win. You're not even going to hear about this. Who cares? But if they scuffle, which there's a lot of question marks with this baseball team and the American League Central. So um, if the Tigers scuffle and this kid scuffles, you you know, the hammer's got to come down because, I mean, even two years ago, this was prior to um, 
Harris coming in, there was a lot of bad things that went on within this organization, especially to us, the fans. And there's still quite a few of those people that are still in the front office here that I still was just, it was horrible what they did to the fans. Now, you're going to have, let's see what happens. Uh, They think that their pitching is going to be great and all these young kids are going to come up and perform. You know, we'll wait and see, but this is a shocker to me that you will give this type of money to a minor league player. Who's never been in the big leagues. Who's never been in the big leagues. And by the way, uh, Harris, uh, the Tigers president, has said multiple times this offseason that he's open to long-term deals and extensions with their younger players. So here's a question I have for somebody like Torque for his strikeouts, but he's shown great power. Or Riley Green, who can't stay healthy. They're seeing the money this guy got right Yep. Ding, ding. You know agents are on the phone with Harris in the Tigers front office saying, wait a minute, pitchers. Which, again, I'm trying to think what Tigers could go knock on the door of their agent and say, wait a minute, if you're paying Colt Keith this, uh, we want this. I don't know. Maybe Torque has that juice? Maybe? Man, uh, I don't know. He, you know, he I mean, hits, okay. He so a long you, ball. You, you look at Torque right now, and he had a great season last year, right? Especially from May on. You know, he did he did a phenomenal job. But the one thing that I looked at at him was he had a pretty good year, and then three weeks later, I'm hearing I'm reading stuff, and they're saying how bad a fielder he is, and so they're they're like. Yeah, he do did teams great. plant that stuff on players? Yes, I do. Absolutely. You, you do. think they do to, Heck yeah, to they downplay do. yep. uh, advantages in negotiations? Yes, right? absolutely. Like, well, he did, you know, that he had such a good year that now we've got to throw some, we got to throw some kibble on here and make sure that he wasn't that good. Yeah, I would be, if I'm Torkelson right now, I'm going, I just had a great year and you just gave $28 million to a kid who hasn't even made the big leagues. Now, Torque also had the Willy Wonka golden ticket where he had two years to be able to uh, get a feel and get comfortable playing in the big leagues, which most people don't get. So he's got to keep his mouth shut a little bit because they did give him the opportunity for two straight years to be able to, to be where he is at. But it is absolutely concerning for uh, some of these players to go, how come he's getting all this money and here I sit? So... Yeah, it's it's. Is it maybe because you're stuck with here. the Baez money, and you hope uh, he has a bounce back year if he can get a swing down and maybe motivation. Keith comes in as your everyday second baseman with this guaranteed deal. You do have you know Torque at first. I think Veerling could move in play third if healthy. It's a pretty good looking young lineup. Yeah, I'm talking infield, and the outfield has, again, will it be Parker Meadows? Does Green stay healthy, right? There's a lot of questions still in that outfield. A lot of question marks, and still, we we can still go back. Carpenter, right? I love him. We can kick the dog a little bit here, and remember last year at this time, when you and I were discussing Candelario, you know, at the third baseman, where it's like, you got to sign this guy, and they didn't sign him, and then they let him go, and he gets the big bucks. So, there is a lot of things here, I... I wish nothing but the best for the kid. Uh, I mean, I would assign that that deal in a heartbeat too. It just doesn't. You make have lifetime security without ever playing, ever stepping in the box. Yeah, in, in the big leagues or, well, or, or, or or stepping foot on a field. I'm talking in a game. And they're now, you know, 
they signed the tiger signed this deal this kid is going to get every single opportunity he is a starter they've they've announced he's going to be out there come you know he's going to be out there for two years yes He'll, he'll get the torque at least two years out there rolling And then we're going to get the OBS, the on-base percentages like they did last year to try to protect torque in the beginning because his batting average is so bad. So they had to, when they listed the starting lineups, they went OBS, so like on-base percentage. And I'm like, you guys are, this is just stupid. But we're going to live through it again. Uh, the one thing they do have is they are in the American League Central, which, you know, Tiger fans, please pump the brakes a little bit because that was the worst the worst division I have ever seen in the history of baseball. Which is good loss. for the Tigers. It's good for the Tigers. But they also went 38-17 and 17 last year within their division, and then what did they do with the rest? Stomped they, on. They got stomped. So you take away the American League Central, they lose 100 games again last year. So be cautious on what's happening here. Uh, they feel that their pitching is going to elevate them into another class. I don't agree. I hope that I, I hope that I am wrong for Tiger fans that I am wrong here. But uh, the one consolation is is they are in the American League Central, and at least they have fifty two games within that division that they can they can compete and do well. Hopefully, School Bowl, the one in terms of pitching you just talked about starters, uh, Maeda, who they picked up in the off season, Flaherty two and three. That's not bad. Reese Olson as the four, and Casey Mize uh, or. Uh, man, whoever grabs that five, one of those young arms that come back. I Olson's going to have that. He's got that, right. He's four. He, he, yeah. So you'll get that fifth spot. I, I the pitching doesn't look bad. The the bullpen arms. I'm looking at an outfield where mix or match based on health. Parker Meadows, you know, Veerling from third, utility player to the outfield. Riley Green, Kerry Carpenter. Uh, they got the. What's the guy, Canha? How do you say that? Mark Canha. Yeah, Canha. He, he seems like a utility mid-level. I think he's a pretty good player. I right. don't know a whole lot about him, but I looked at his stats. He's got pretty good stats. Yeah, he's he's a right-handed mid, hitter. He's yeah, going to be all right. Mid-level Yeah, guy. he's going to be all right for him. And Cole Keith is so probably the, the best side. guy they have out there. Well, they don't have any. If you look at their infield, if we go Veerling playing third, you have your only lefty will be Cole Keith at second, right? Yeah, I'm talking from the infield. Yeah. The lefty in terms of hitting. A yeah. le- left-handed swing. Yeah. Riley Green, and again, he's been injury-prone. He's Man. brittle. But yeah, he is. If he stays healthy, Torque now, our team's going to pitch around him. Because who's your home run threat right now in the Tigers lineup? Well. Baez had, if Baez can come back and hit 265, 270. I still think he's going to have a good year. It, it, their season is going to be predicated on what he does. I, I and truly Cole believe. Keith probably at second. I wouldn't. I, I think Cole Keith's going to hit two hundred. Honestly, I, I, he's going to scuffle. He's going to scuffle next year. I you, you just bring a kid in like this. He's got so where do they, where do they place in the lineup at the bottom? Yeah, eight or nine. Yeah, you got to you got to keep him down there. Yeah, and you just got to hope that he develop. Well, he's he develops in the big leagues is what's going to have to happen, and he's going to be a. Seven, eight, nine hitter, and they're going to let him go and play and get his feel. And but it is the AL Central. It is the AL Central. Nobody has improved. But they, well, nobody the, has I, really improved in the offseason. I mean, the White Sox aren't going to be as bad as what they what they were. I'm but, just. But health also predicates a season. Yes, you can't forecast that Can as we're heading to spring healthy. training. I mean, that's. I mean, the, the Scoobles had two major arm surgeries in what three or four years. 
I mean, he had the he had the Tommy John before when he before he was drafted. That's why he was drafted so late. And then what year and a half ago, two years, whatever it is, that he did something to his his arm that he had a major constructive surgery. So, you know. You're banking on him staying healthy. And Mize, possibly, too. Two of those five And you're thinking that Mize, after coming back from Tommy John, is going to come back and, and is going to be the same guy, which the same guy was a 3-4 starter. So... You know, Maeda is going to give him some get him give him some innings. The Flaherty, the Flaherty is not a that's a low picking fruit. I mean, this guy, if he has any, you know, if he comes out and competes and he wants to compete and he's a bulldog, or is he going to go in the sh- or is he going to go into the shell and not? The only thing is, is he, I think he's a National League pitcher. Flaherty was now he's going to the American League. That's always just it's just different when you go when you change to change leagues. Um, He's going to be all right. I they have there's a lot of bright things that if it all goes well they could be pretty good, but it usually doesn't happen that way that everything falls in place. John Vanderwall is a former major leaguer. He's out of West Michigan, grew up Hudsonville, then played at Western, went on to play with Jeter, Bonds, and had a great career as one of the sweetest swings as a pinch hitter ever in the history of the game. Joins us during the baseball season. It is February. Spring trainings will begin in Arizona and Florida. We'll talk Tigers throughout the year. Uh, final segment, he'll join me coming up after our timeout. Six season tickets for JV. Uh, we'll get his thoughts on the Lions season ending on Sunday night uh, in San Francisco. And as always, if you ever have a baseball question for John or myself, you can drop it. On the HUGE text chain, just text HUGE to 21000 or at HUGE Show on Twitter, the HUGE Show on Facebook. From Detroit to Petoskey, this show is HUGE. It's time to go in the huddle. One, two, three, top right! DraftKings Sportsbook is an official sports betting partner of the National Football League. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app today and be sure to use the promo code HUGE for a special offer when you sign up. That's code HUGE, H-U-G-E, only at the DraftKings Sportsbook. One week removed and the sting for Lions fans still has not gone away after Sunday's 34-31 loss to the San Francisco 49ers in Santa Clara. A week of debate and discussion over the decisions made by the coaching staff and Dan Campbell going for a couple of fourth downs that came up short. Drops, fumbles, lack of execution, lack of tackling, and to be honest with you, San Francisco made the big plays when it mattered the most. Even if you wanted to move past this game and forget it, what shouldn't be forgotten is a franchise record 14 wins and 6 losses as the final tally, and tying a franchise mark of 12 wins in the regular season, winning not one but two home playoff games, and for the first time ever winning the NFC North. Sure, it hurts because they came up short of their ultimate goal, making it to and possibly winning the Super Bowl, but this was an A-plus season filled with fun, hope, and memories for Lions fans everywhere. Bill Simonson here for Flying Ace Craft Spirits. You can chart your own course with small batch American-made whiskeys. And also, they're connected to Folds of Honor here in Michigan, providing four scholarships this year through Flying Ace Craft Spirits to the children of men and women injured or killed in combat. Look for Flying Ace Craft Spirits and that small batch American-made whiskeys in different flavors at local stores or ask for it at your local pub, bar, or restaurant. Flying Ace exists at the intersection of independence and precision. They distill fine spirits for mavericks, the adventurous, the cunning, 
and the bold. You can find out more and also order online if you're 21 and up at flyingaspirits.com or look for it in stores all across Michigan or at your local bar, pub, or restaurant. Hey, Michigan, let's go big. I'm Herman Moore, Lions All-Pro wide receiver, and I'm talking real big-time winning on the hottest slots and table games on one incredible app, Eagle Casino and Sports. Sign up now and get up to $1,500. That's right, we'll match your deposit for up to $1,500, and you'll get 100 free spins. Eagle Casino and Sports, made in Michigan, made for Michigan. Must be 21 or older in Michigan to play. Huge here from our good friends from Urban U. Now, they are Michigan's most trusted med spa. Four locations across the state. One in Northville, three in the West Michigan area. And we have a huge giveaway from our friends at Urban U. Nicole told me about healthy skin as a mirror of a healthy body. Urban U Skin Health Giveaway will be one Glow2 Facial Oxygen Hydration plus one Skin Vibe Treatment, the first and only injectable facial rejuvenation treatment designed to add hydration directly into the skin with results that last up to six months. Now, this prize would be for Valentine's Day for a couple. You can win it. Just be listening to The Huge Show for your cue to call and be lucky caller 14 and you'll qualify for that couples package from Urban U. Four locations, one in Northville, three in West Michigan. For the one close to you, go to theurbanu.com. That's theurbanu.com. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. We are back in the huge show across Michigan on this fly-in ace Friday. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer, John Vanderwall, former major leaguer out of West Michigan, one of our Tigers MLB insiders in studio. Also, John, huge Lions fan, had six season tickets this past season, loved every minute of it like every Lions fan did. So Sunday, uh, you're with the family, you're watching the game, at home, you see that first half, they go to break 24-7 up at halftime. What's John Vanderwall thinking? I'm thinking about the Buffalo Bills game way back when. When, when was it Buffalo Bills-Houston? <laughs> when they were up 31 <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's right where I went. I was like, So you, weren't, you, you didn't believe the game was over? No. I you didn't at halftime? Did not. I did. I thought it was over. I didn't. I was like, this well, is too easy. I remember remember that Buff was a Buffalo. Who was a Buffalo? Or Houston was up by like 28 points going into the half. And they were rolling. And next thing you know, didn't Jim Kelly come back? And they won in the end. And I was like. I don't even think it was Kelly. I think it was Frank Wright. Maybe it was. I, I don't Frank know. Wright but it was like. Backup or something. I'm thinking. I'm going. Please. Please. Just maintain in the third quarter and the problem that i have seen all year is that the lions never come out well in the third quarter never they haven't all year so is that coaching where the other staff is making adjustments and you're not no i don't think it is i i young team i don't know i i don't think it's it's adjustment thing i they just we haven't played well in the third quarter they come back play well in the fourth you know and and they come back we hold them a field goal i'm going okay that's good Tell him to a field goal, and we drive right down the field. It's fourth down. I got no problems with that fourth down call, none at all. Both of them? Both of them. I got no problem. Um, 
What what did you have problems with in the second half that has been debated connected to the Lions coaches and players this week? I, I hats off to Dan Campbell. I've done the same thing. We live with that all year with with the Lions. This is what they do. This is what they did. If we caught the ball especially in the first drive, he catches that ball and it was a tough catch and everyone says he should have caught it. And that was a tough catch, but he has come up that many times. He didn't, he catches that ball where the Lions are in Super Bowl. There's no doubt about it. No doubt. And I, I think of Reynolds the minute I was sitting there at the garage bar in Ada with buddies. I said, when he dropped it, uh, if he makes that catcher in the Super Bowl, they will lose a game now. Yep. And you could hear the crowd. Yep. You could see the sidelines. You looked at San Francisco coming off the field, their defense. I said, uh-oh, this team's in trouble. And that, and that team being the line. And I was still concerned there. I wasn't – I mean, I was concerned. I was still okay until the, the football off the helmet and right in the guy's arms. And then you're like, uh-oh, what's going on? And then they score and we fumble and you, now you're going. Gibbs is lined up wrong. Yeah, now we're going on. No, this isn't good. Take the timeout under a minute left on the goal line. Well, I mean, that's... He needed to score. He needed to score. And yeah, the, if the tight end could have stayed in by... I mean, they had to try something that didn't work. Uh, hats off to everybody. It didn't, it didn't work out. I have no qualms about how they played the game, how what Dan Campbell did. Uh, I just hope he didn't cancel your season ticket. Heck no! In fact, if there's people who are want to give up their seats because they got they they got a eighty uh, percent you know increase in their tickets, you know maybe we'll upgrade. Slot. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think people that were on the 10, 20 yard line and been there for ten years, fifteen years, right. they're probably paying less money than what we were paying in section one seventeen. When they when they lost in the end, did you shed a tear? Um, I just shut it down and, uh, I when even I shut your, I, no, I even shut your show down and started Monday. I heard it and I said, I can't, I can't deal with this because it sucks so bad. That, was that the Titanic opening? Now? Yeah, it was. It, so I'm sitting here <laughs> and I'm going, I had to turn it because it, it was sad. It was because, sad. I don't, I don't want was, to relive it again. This it, was a Super Bowl they could have won. Yes. And but that's all I thought. I thought about Sunday night. I'm going. Oh you just God. had to go jump on your eye racing thing. You know, I did see some of those eye racing setups with the D bucks on that NASCAR full speed on Netflix. Oh, a you great did? series. Yeah, that's which awesome. by the way, Jeff Striegel, the voice of NASCAR on the radio on the Motor Racing Network. Yep, I featured, love his voice. He's awesome. He, he's featured throughout all those uh, episodes. It's on Netflix. NASCAR full speed. Well worth. Uh, the watch really opens up. I he went all, to Jenison, yeah, all and runs you know Berlin now. All those all those leagues need to learn from this F one series to even uh, the PGA Tour series to the tennis series. All these sports need that because it's it's different than hard knocks because they're with these people around the clock and it was so well done. And then hearing Striegel throughout every episode was awesome. Thinking about him. Uh, out of GR and running Berlin Raceway. It was really good stuff. Have you watched it yet? I haven't. I plan on it. Uh, You're a big racing. Yeah, they, I am. I, well, I love William, racing. Uh, really my favorite thing. I, mean, I, I enjoy watching baseball. William but Byron, I, uh, one of the better drivers racing. on the circuit, never raced on tracks when he was younger. That I think it was Hendricks discovered him through iRacing. Yeah. A lot, I mean, 
the i racing in, in nascar i run the xfinity the class b car Byron's by the way it. uh jeff remember ricky utting you went to school with them we're race guys so uh we'd like to put berlin on our car i'm um, gonna take care of that I got. I know people who can take care of that. But uh, Byron that showed him actually saying that he still does iRace and he had his setup and he was in there. Well, the uh, the F one champ uh, Verstappen. Yeah, Max Verstappen. He's ra- he's racing. Uh, he's on iRacing all the time, right? Running like GT three cars and all this stuff all the time. So in fact, there was a joke going on. He had just won somewhere out in Europe. I mean, maybe he lives near or they whatever. But he had just won an F one race. And like three hours later, they had a they had a race on iRacing, racing, and he's ra- he's racing on iRacing. racing. Three hours later, after the F one, yeah, well, Byron victory. had a whole room with the screens and the way the cars yeah, moving. That's I, what, yeah, that's kind of what I got. I thought so. about you beating him. I thought about you, like at the age of whatever you are, somewhere in the fifties. Is that that Hendrix Motorsports then signs you? Yeah, no, that's not going to happen. Yeah, and you you become like Dale Earnhardt Senior too. Well, I, he's dead. But I don't want to. I don't want to joke about that. But you become like an older driver. I mean, no I have senior circuit. Well, I know. I know William Byron would get. To, he would get into it a little bit with people on iRacing during the winter because these guys are really good. I mean, unbelievable drivers. They get online and they're there's just. I'm pretty good. But I'm the way not you said nowhere that, almost close. Sounded, I almost heard a little Darlington, South Carolina right there. He goes, here's John Vanderwall going, you know what? I'm pretty good on that iRacing. <laughs> I am. I'm, I'm so pretty good. Ricky I'm like, pretty good. I mean, either either he's he's, he's watching a little, you know, Talladega Nights or Deliverance. Uh, boy, uh, I'm pretty good. I'm all jacked up Mountain Dew. But Ricky Utting and I, we're very similar. We, we're pretty good out there, but... There is a different alien aspect, like Byron is. There's, then there's the E NASCAR. Those guys are unbelievable. They take set, the same setup I have, or and they could be a, a half a, a half a tenth faster than I can during a lap, which is you're getting That's throttled. Awesome. Well, I'm proud so, of you. I thought of you when I was watching you. NASCAR full speed and Striegel, the voice of NASCAR out of West Michigan, runs Berlin Raceway, one of the great short tracks in America. Good stuff, John. We'll Thank talk you, when we get closer to spring training. You okay? got it. All right, John Vanderwall, former major leaguer, calls West Michigan home. One of our Tigers MLB insiders talking Tigers, Cole Keith and the Lions here on this Flying Ace Friday. Everything huge, 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. Imagine this, winning big at Soaring Eagle. The Food District is now open. There's something for everyone, from Bubba Coo's Burritos to Bonanno's New York Pizza Kitchen to Guy Fieri's Chicken and Ike's Lovin' Sandwiches. Savor every delicious flavor at the all-new Food District, only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort, your getaway, reimagined. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. Huge here for all the Mr. Car Wash locations across Michigan. You're going to want to look into that unlimited monthly pass that I use. Superfly Hayes, my producer, uses it. I can get my SUV washed as often as I like for one low price. You can sign up today. Just go to MrCarWash.com or stop by your local Mr. Car Wash location here in Michigan for the one close to you. And to get that unlimited pass, go to MrCarWash.com. 
Don't miss shopping this week at Meyer. This Saturday only, get 10% off Meyer brand gift cards with Emperks. Clip in the app today. Plus, get a $10 coupon when you spend $100 or more this week in store. Coupon printed at checkout. Start redeeming next week. And buy five, save $5 when you mix or match items across the store, like General Mills cereal or Dan and yogurt and more. Shop and save even more this week at Meyer. Exclusions apply. See all the deals in the Meyer app. Huge here for my good friends on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Now they have a super offer for Super Bowl 58. DraftKings Sportsbook is inviting new customers to download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code HUGE when you sign up. You then can bet on the big game and turn 5 bucks into 200 instantly in bonus bets. Plus, you can get in on the same game parlays. Everyone's got a shot at even bigger wins for Super Bowl 58. Just download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code HUGE when you sign up. And new customers can bet 5 bucks to get 200 instantly in bonus bets for Super Bowl 58. That's only on the DraftKings Sportsbook app and only when you use code HUGE to sign up. DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 58. Sign up with code HUGE to take advantage of this super offer. The crown is yours. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services Gambling Disorder Helpline at 800-270-7117. 21 and up in Michigan only. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. It is time for another Moving Ferris Forward interview. Each and every week we get together with Dr. Bill Pink, the president at Ferris State, and other leaders who are helping move Ferris forward. How you doing, my man? Well, it's a good Friday today, brother. We're good. Yeah, let's talk about this mission that Ferris State University has been connected to, the Jim Crow Museum of Racist Imagery, which is traveling all around the com- or all around the country, and the exhibit uh, will be at the Wayne County Community College uh, District in Detroit. Let's talk about this Jim Crow Museum of Racial Imagery. You know, the Jim Crow Museum has been a uh, one of the signature hallmarks of Ferris State University for a while. The museum itself is here in our campus and has uh, been uh, nationally and even internationally. Uh, a place of people to come and learn more about the Jim Crow era. And the reason why you got to learn about those things is to make sure you don't repeat those kind of things. And so what we have now is with the Jim Crow Museum is that it now has a traveling uh, version of that museum. It was last summer. The traveling museum is called Overcoming Hateful Things. And that traveling museum was in the city of Grand Rapids last summer for a long stint. And now we're thrilled to partner with King County Community College, which is a strong partner of Fair State anyway. Partnering with them that the Overcoming Hateful Things um, uh, exhibit will be downtown Detroit in, on their campus. And uh, we're excited about that opening. We uh, It will be there as a soft opening this next week, and we're planning 
for a larger grand opening uh, later on in the month. But um, February being Black History Month, it just makes good sense for us to be able to do this with our partners in Detroit to uh, make a strong statement to the city of Detroit about not only our partnership with Wayne County Community College District, but also uh, make a strong statement about what that museum uh, does, not only as a traveling museum, but also what it does here on our campus. If you want to find out more about the Jim Crow Museum of Racist Imagery, you can go to jimcrowmuseum.ferris.edu. And Dr. Pink, uh, the importance uh, of this Jim Crow Museum of Racist Imagery, not only uh, the standing one on the campus in Big Rapids at Ferris State University, but this traveling version. Uh, What's the biggest thing you think people and Ferris is getting out of this? You know, I've I have been through the museum several times myself since being president here, and the thing about it is that Fair State, um, having being home to that museum, uh, the one here on campus and the traveling museum, it makes a strong statement to the history of our founder Woodbridge Ferris because uh, Woodbridge Ferris was uh, was doing the work of um, diversity, equity, inclusion before there was it was named such a thing. Um, because of the work he did here in Big Rapids in bringing students of all colors, of uh, gender. Um, he was all about education for every citizen of the state of Michigan. And so that's, you're talking back in the late 1800s and early 1900s, he was doing that work. So now you fast forward to 2024, and that Jim Crow Museum, again, is a learning tool, and that's how it should always be seen. It's a tool that helps us teach the story of uh, what um, what may have been in the past and how we as a country, we as a community can are do can and will do better, and it's a it's a uh, it's a something that we uh, pride ourselves in how we educate folks is in saying, you know, this is uh, maybe something that um, may be a uh, something of a, a horrible black eye that was on our country years and years ago in terms of that level of Jim Crow. It makes the statement to say, um, as Woodbridge, our founder, Woodbridge Ferris, used to say, how do you make the world a better place? And that's what Ferris State's all about, and this Jim Crow Museum is just that reminder to us of a teaching tool to say, um, this is how you make the world a better place, is that you ensure that these kind of things um, never happen again. The Jim Crow Museum of Racist Imagery is based on Ferris State's Big Rapids campus. It houses the nation's largest publicly accessible collection of artifacts of intolerance and uses them to teach tolerance and to promote a more just society. And really, uh, the foundation of the Jim Crow Museum of Racist Imagery isn't to keep a divide, it's to bring people together. And the traveling version, which is at Wayne County Community College District in Detroit, uh, was supported and is supported by a grant from the Waggy Foundation, and the Waggy family has done so much uh, in West Michigan, the state of Michigan, and across the country. If you want to find out more, jimcrowmuseum.ferris.edu. That is jimcrowmuseum.ferris.edu. Dr. Bill Pink, Ferris State University president, joins us each and every week here on the Huge Show across Michigan, talking about things like the Jim Crow Museum of Racist Imagery that is moving Ferris forward and also on the lighter side of life. Uh, another big weekend coming up. Man, Ferris State Winter Athletics picking right up uh, from fall. Oh gosh, this weekend is huge for us. It is um, Red Out Week and weekend, and so 
Um, everyone is encouraged to uh, to wear red to the to the gym and to the ice arena on Saturday tomorrow because our Red Out Week uh, weekend is all about uh, symbolism of uh, taking care of our uh, women's heart health, and so it's uh, it's a weekend where. Uh, women's heart health is a focus and a main focus of what we're talking about in our on our campus. And so, this partners our men's and women's basketball teams with our hockey team and our sports uh, media and sports information, our sports communications programs to really bring and shine a light on the importance of women's heart health. We know that there are data out there that say um, that men aren't the only ones that have uh, that um, that danger when it comes to um, cardiac and heart issues and uh, what this weekend is about is to shine a light and say to uh, to our uh, women all over the all over the area all over the state pay attention you know be be concerned about it and so uh, everyone uh, is encouraged to wear uh, wear red to the games this weekend we got Michigan Tech coming in excuse me Michigan Tech coming in on Saturday for the uh, women and the men's basketball teams uh, that evening, Saturday evening. Tomorrow evening is Bowling Green and the hockey arena. And so uh, it's time to get three good wins for the Bulldog Nation. Yeah, uh, the Red Out happening uh, this weekend, their annual event, partnering with Corwell Health to support heart health by wearing red and collecting donations to support the cause. That's where Ferris State men's and women's basketball and also hockey, the women's basketball team ranked number seven in the nation, the men's basketball team Coach Bronk, number 20 in the nation. More info on the red out and the schedule this weekend on campus at Ferris in Big Rapids. Go to FerrisStateBulldogs.com. Dr. Pink, good stuff as always. Safe travels, and we'll talk next week. Good talking to you, brother. Thank you. Go dogs. Yeah, back at you, Dr. Bill Pink. Main reason, with the great leaders around him, on the playing fields, on the ice, in the classroom, on that campus at Auxiliary locations all across Michigan being led by Dr. Bill Pink, the Ferris State University president, part of what is moving Ferris forward. To find out more, go to ferris.edu. Big. Bad. Huge.